Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. That yeah. is Mark Emmer. He couldn't even when he screwed up the good stuff. With SI's Pat Forty. Cowardly, short-sighted, stubborn, tone-deaf leadership <laughs> at a time when we really need some good leadership, okay? Here's Pat and Dan. I right, welcome to the pod, emergency edition. Pat, Sully, pour one out for Mark Emmert. <laughs> He's made us pour a lot in over the years. <laughs> the drinking to try to get over his inept leadership. So, yeah, I guess now it's time to pour one out. Mutual decision. Sure, sure. Yeah. So guys, yeah. definitely walk away from $2.7 million <laughs> Virtual no appearance jobs. A year after an extension, too. Like, yeah. A year, yeah. After, a year an after an extension. Yeah. They finally came from Mark Emmert. Finally tapped him on the shoulder. Of course, he gets to continue to serve in his role until a new president is selected and is in place or until June 30th, 2023. So he's got 14 more months of putting a ski mask on every two weeks and collecting his check, <laughs> taking it down to the Indianapolis yeah. Savings Bank and laughing. What? Well, given the pace of how things work at the NCAA, he has stands a great chance of finishing that tenure before his successor is hired. Well, he's going to make like three point I mean, five million. Yeah, they can't finish an investigation in four and a half years. How can they find a president in fourteen <laughs> With months? With the FBI helping. With the FBI helping. Yeah, I mean, if you think Mark Emmer did nothing before these next fourteen <laughs> months, I I I suggest showing up at the slippery noodle most uh, afternoons and if you're looking for a gray-haired dude with money rolling out of his pockets that's the greatest senioritis of all time <laughs> a 14-month senioritis yeah with millions yes go to the noodle every day six martini oh uh he doesn't go to the noodle he's over at no, uh, caps no. uh, cap grill or something yeah 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 mark emmerich free with millions and really nothing to do yeah. So this is if if, <laughs> if you're looking for uh, this podcast is just going to be us saying mean things about Mark Emmert. Is that it? Uh, I don't. I think yeah. Sully put down a rundown. I just <laughs> the rundown is us running over Mark. Emmert, I once so. wanted this podcast to be named Mean, a college football <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, that didn't get cleared, but now's our chance. <laughs> 
Pat, your thoughts on our beloved <laughs> NCAA president? Yeah, what if the next guy's remotely competent and we have to try to say something complimentary? I mean, that 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 would be a real adjustment because uh, now this ends a well, it doesn't end as we just discussed. It it comes closer to ending an absolute reign of error. I mean, ineptitude personified, feckless, cowardly, short-sighted, stubborn, tone-deaf leadership <laughs> at a time when we really need some good leadership, okay? But here's the I mean, put that on your zip recruiter profile, Mark. <laughs> put that on LinkedIn. At 40 quote. <laughs> those are my those are my modifiers for you, Mark. Feckless. I was actually, I was trying, I was thinking for a while when I was writing the column, and I was like, oh yeah, remember when he screwed up the Penn State investigation? Ooh, but then he screwed up the IARP thing, and oh yeah, right, let's see, the, the Leah Thomas situation, boy, the NCAA didn't handle that well. Oh, and then there was the time when they just basically made him hide because he was so bad at doing press conferences, and oh, I mean, it's just like one thing after another after another, you don't even have to look stuff up. It's just right there <laughs> off the top of your head. Like, oh, yeah, that other time he butchered something. Yeah, I was. And then, like, the the fitting, the ultimate coda, especially if it's the last time we see him, other than if we go to the noodle, <laughs> him turning over to hand the trophy to the Kansas City Jayhawks, <laughs> who are actually the Kansas Jayhawks, who are actually under investigation and are never going to get punished and walked out of New Orleans with the trophy, laughing at the NCAA enforcement as they went. Mark's, uh, Bill Self got a, a lifetime deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Mark Emmert was unable to get. Of course, Bill Self is good at his job. <laughs> true. Very true. You can't true. really deny that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. I was trying to be fair a little and come up with, like, accomplishments. <laughs> yeah. Not easy. No, and no. I'll tell you what, I want to go back to that Penn State thing because I know you, we both put it in our columns, which are up on Sports Illustrated and, and Yahoo Sports at this point. So if you pro, you know, if you remember it, of course, we have the Jerry Sandusky uh, sexual assault, children's child sexual assault scandal. Horrific, right? Terrible. Huge, huge criminal investigation. Okay, great. Everyone's outraged. Everyone's upset. Uh, I sat through those trials. It was horrible. But Jerry Sandusky was a retired Penn State football coach, was hanging around and all that. And rather than just go, that was awful, let's move on, sort of like saying, you know, Larry Nassar had uh, worked at Michigan State, but and that was absolutely horrible and horrific, but I don't know that we need to punish the football program at Michigan State, right? We just kind of move on. It's just, it's not the purview of the NCAA to enter into criminal cases. They can't even catch Kansas. <laughs> right. And yeah. there's a wiretap. There's a guy <laughs> in prison right now for paying yeah. Kansas recruits, and yeah. the NCAA can't prove anything. So if yeah. they can't do that, stay out of the criminal. But rather than just go, that was horrible, where we are, we are outraged. Let's create an initiative to double down on on checks so this doesn't happen at other schools. And let's give a million dollars to, you know, something in Pennsylvania to, that, that handles, you know, child welfare, something like that. Right. That that's what you do. Instead, he decides, well, let's punish Penn State. We have to we have to do this. And they they come in with sanctions, scholarships and all this stuff. On a yeah, like a three year postseason ban. Three, or something yeah, at one many. Point? Yeah. Two, I think at least two. Anyway, crippling yeah. sanctions. Yeah. Crippling sanctions on the football program. And that was just a a like, 
I'm going to be vengeful pound of flesh. And it might have felt good at the time. But when you're the president, what you're supposed to be sitting there saying, OK, in, you're, let's be reasonable here. If we open this Pandora's box every time something happens, now we're involved in disciplining all criminal charges. What if there's a DUI crash involving a coach? What if there's this? What I mean, you know, right? So you stay out of that. But no, he goes barreling in. It's the wrong choice. They end up having to reverse. And I think at that moment, he turtled. He just, he, he just, he was incapable of doing anything after that. Yep. All his yep. initiatives sucked <laughs> all his initiatives did, did they had no point they were weak or when there was big problems i said he made the easy stuff hard and the hard stuff he just handed off he, condoleezza rice former panel you tell us what we should do congress yeah. please tell us what to do courts please tell us what to do he was done after that yeah yeah and college no. football and college all college sports has just had a slow burn since because there's been no leader that's 100% accurate is, is, and shoot, Dan, I, we've been talking in the microphones as long as he's been screwing stuff up because we, I remember on our radio show back in the dark ages, us talking about them overreaching with the Sandusky business. And this is too important, too serious for the NCAA. Yeah. Right. And you know, and since then everything he's done has been unsuccessful, but yes, I agree that he absolutely abdicated maybe he was pushed back but i think he also pulled himself back uh and it's like okay i'm not basically i'm not i'm not going to risk anything anymore i'm just going to see how long i can be the figurehead here and cash the checks he still liked to do press conferences and that sort of thing but then they figured out he was terrible at that he would come up with one a you year. know yeah yeah bad comments you know glib that came off wrong uh, thin skinned whatever the case would be and so finally they they kept had to put people up there on the press dais with him at the final four so they could answer some of the questions so he wouldn't screw them up you know this president from that school that this NCAA vice president whatever you know just to kind of diffuse the uh, the attention and the answers that come out uh, because. Again, they couldn't trust him. So, I mean, you want to talk about an impotent leader who was in place for a long time at a critical juncture in college sports. I mean, amazing. Inertia, incompetence, ineffectiveness, and, and the leadership. You talk about the press conference. Like, the NFL has like 40 scandals a year. There may be more. Roger Goodell gets booed everywhere he goes. But you know what he does? He 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 answers the questions. He stands there and takes the bullets. He 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 leads stuff, whether they're the right thing or the wrong or totally corrupt. Like you know, Roger Goodell is involved, and you can hate half his decisions and 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 ridicule him. Uh, and I do, but there he is, right? Adam Silver is involved. Gary Bettman is involved. Mark Emery, mm -hmm. you just never saw him. No. So no. you take like name, image, and likeness was coming, man. Yeah. And we said for years, this is going to happen. You have to prepare. You have to do something. And they did nothing. And now it's like basically a hodgepodge of state root laws and no one's got any idea what's going on. No, I mean, they they had this was back right before the pandemic. You know, Emmert in his his appearance uh, at the NCAA convention in Anaheim, I went to it. And then right before things shut down, January 2020, and he said change is coming. And he was talking about player conversation, but he was so vague because he had no real actual ideas. It's just like the whole theme was, well, change is coming, so we better be ready for it. And then you, afterwards, you try to pin him down. It's like, 
this was nothing. They actually have nothing. And then like five months later, they, you know, that's one of the many times they throw it to some committee. Val Ackerman, Gene Smith, save us on NIL. Come up with something. And they have a press conference. They're like, well, yeah, we're going to have NIL. What's it going to be? Well, we don't know. It's like, seriously? And then all of a sudden, yeah, a year later, every state legislature is like, yeah, get these bozos out of the way. We'll do it. So, I mean, stuff like that. Yes, handing off to Condoleezza Rice, who did not know what she was doing with a committee of people who did not know how the sausage gets made. Yeah, here's how we're going to fix college basketball. Oh, almost every suggestion was terrible, but none of them was worse than the IARP, which has been such a colossal waste of time and money and has gotten nothing done. So you just add it all up, man. It's a hell of a resume for old Mark. It, it, we talked about this, you know, a little over a year ago. Oregon women's basketball player Sedona Prince, right? They have the two bubbles for the men's basketball tournament and the women's basketball tournament. And the weight room at the women's tournament is not good. It's nowhere near the men's tournament. And Sedona Prince puts out a TikTok and it goes viral and it, it's ridiculous. Go back and listen to our shows. I said, get on a plane, go to San Antonio, apologize, make a TikTok of you setting up a bench press with a little ratchet set or something, <laughs> lose to Sedona in a bench press. Con- I don't know. <laughs> right. Say, we screwed up. We'll do better. Turn mm-hmm. it into a positive. Instead, it was deflecting, professorial explanation. Yeah, there's, we, there's an NFL team with a weight room in Indianapolis. There's no NFL. No one wants to hear it. No one wants to hear right. your thing. And so the NCA gets ripped on not supporting female athletes. When? While not perfect. No entity on the face of the earth yeah. supports female athletes more than the NCA. Yeah. This yeah. is literally their crowning <laughs> achievement. Right. They, now, they had to do it under court order, but whatever. They did it. <laughs> and they did and again, yes. they're not perfect. And, and it's, it's no. Title IX or whatever. I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm not saying there's not room for improvement. But how the hell does the NCA, which has done more for female athletes in the history of any entity on Earth, become the poster child for not doing anything for female athletes? <laughs> yeah, that's you know how incredibly bad leadership, incredibly bad messaging. I mean, like, yes, you have all the ammunition at your disposal to show Look, this is what we do for female athletes every day, year-round. <laughs> but no, you end up... You mishandle a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. You screwed up the TikTok. <laughs> They're literally running commercials, bagging on the NCAA and coverage of the NCAA during the NCAA tournament this year. <laughs> you had... You had Women's basketball coaches who are making millions of dollars complaining yeah. that they don't do it. I mean, it became a punching bag on the one thing they do right. Right. Yeah. That yeah. is Mark Emmerich. He couldn't, <laughs> even when he screwed up the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell did this guy keep his job this long? I don't know. I don't know. Because that was, yes. Yeah, so, like, if you want to go back almost exactly a year was after, you know, they've just been absolutely raked over the coals over the Sedona Prince, the equity of the tournaments. And that's when John DeJoya, who's the president of Georgetown and the president of the presidents, basically the chair of the board of governors, that's when they came out and said, yeah, we're giving him a new contract. Actually, they didn't even say it. They were so embarrassed of it. They were going to do it, but they like kind of slid it under the radar. And it's like coming out of that firestorm, Mark Emmert's 29th firestorm in 12 years, 
It's like, oh, and yeah, we're, we're going to actually uh, extend him because we just like having him as the meat shield and he'll do it. So, okay. And then all of a sudden, then that's when the crushings begin again. And then the crowning achievement, the K- Kansas City Jayhawks, while under major investigation. With their bag man in the prison. Trophy, with the bag man in prison, with uh, TJ Gasnola having admitted paying, you know, $90,000 to Billy Preston's people. And yeah. I mean, the guy was, I, I, again, I don't know. In the end, I, I, honestly, this is controversial because the coaches are all complaining. I like that they just allowed the transfer portal to go to just yeah. no punishment in one year. I'm good with that. That is a player rights, a victory for player rights and player. Like the coaches hate it. The players like it. Right. Right. But most of the sport gets covered from the top down, not the bottom up. So the media coverage and, and, and that's fine. I, but there, but even then we've talked. You got to have some kind of calendar. There's barely any calendar. It's like May 1st. Like you could do some kind of regular. There's got to be something going on here. Nothing. Yeah. It's right. like they just sat there flat-footed as the avalanche came at them. <laughs> yeah. And you go, and they lost. You know, he would continue to dig in, and all of them did. And I I, I play more than Mark Emmer because obviously he doesn't have that much power. But all those commissioners would dig in, and when they fought the stipends, you lose public opinion. We talked a couple weeks ago about the comical, like, Terry Kittles had the long-distance phone card at right. Villanova back in the 90s, and they trotted him out. He had to apologize to everyone. Like, like yeah. he's given a bigger <laughs> apology than Jerry Sandusky. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Terry should have maintained his innocence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we we drag guys like Terry Kittles through the, through the ringer for calling home. Yeah. Treat him like a thief. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like at some point, and this is what you held, it, you, you, you look at that now and you go, that is absolutely unbelievable that that happened. And yet guys like Mark Emmert clung to that thinking. Absolutely. Decades later. Yeah. No. And, and, that- and so you're like, man, you are losing this. You are going to lose this. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, he had plenty of company in the bunker, as you said. I mean, there yeah. were plenty of leaders in college sports that dug in as tenaciously as he did amateurism 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 you know and it's like it's it's like the i think i've used the analogy before but the the japanese soldiers on the pacific islands that don't know the war has ended and they think they're still yeah, right. at war like years later that's them the the incident like coming out of the bunker and finding out oh public opinion has now changed completely and everyone's fine with players being compensated hmm gosh we kind of missed that curve and and then they, they did nothing to prepare they did nothing to no. set it up. They did. They never made. They they held the line until the line was long washed over. Yeah. Uh, this guy had no foresight. He had no ability to roll up his sleeves and come up with a plan. He outsourced everything to just committees of committees. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know what they were doing. There was no one just making a call. Yeah. The plans that came out of the committees, like you said, that that accountability, whatever, it's supposed yeah. to be a a, a streamlined process of enforcement with real teeth and not one case is done. I mean, they haven't got the Louisville case. They had Brian Bowen senior testifying for two days under oath. I, we, we've ruled on the Louisville case. You either believe him <laughs> yeah. or you believe he had perjury, right? That's the case. If you believe the guy under oath in federal court risk, told the truth, then you punish Louisville. If you don't and think this guy risked incarceration to make it all up, then you let Louisville walk. Yeah. That's the case. The That's testimony the case. was three and a half years ago. 
Yeah. You were there. What are we doing? And Gasnola and and everything else. Yeah. And, and okay. They got all that from court and then, well, we have to investigate that ourselves instead of, look, it's all right there. (laughs) Okay. The Southern District of New York wasn't enough. (laughs) Right. But then after NCAA enforcement investigated, then they bring in the IARP and then Uh, they're like, well, we have to investigate it too. We have to go ask all the same questions of the same people that you all already asked of rules that we really don't fully understand because we're not versed in this shit. So that just adds one more layer after one more layer after one more layer. And that's why we're still sitting here four and a half years later with Louisville, Kansas, Arizona, LSU, Memphis, all undecided. So in fairness, this is a very hard job. Oh, yeah. No, okay. it is. And it's not so much that you couldn't have ideas or solutions, but corralling hundreds of different schools, massive egos. Pop, I mean, no, can't get anything done, right? Right. Even the people agreeing to have a, a bigger playoff couldn't agree to have a bigger <laughs> playoff. So I'll give them that hard job. But you're well compensated. But who takes this job? Like, what's it? Uh, you know, I think we got, uh, you know, some lists. I mean, I, you know. Yeah, Pete, Pete we had a list. Pete had a list. Pete, Pete's claiming sources on this. How, come on, he's just made this. <laughs> made this stuff. Washington State President Kirk Schultz, Oliver Luck. He's always up for a good one. Oh yeah. Baylor President Linda Livingstone, Clemson President Jim Clements, former Robert Morris President Chris Howard. Let me just say this: I got no idea that somebody named Chris Howard was the was or was not ever the president of Robert Warren. <laughs> he was. He was a. He was an actual athlete. So we do know okay. that about Chris Howard. And most of the names on Pete's list, I have no idea if these people actually exist. I don't believe Pete knows if they exist. Good Ivan, uh, what was that? <laughs> Ivan Dranko or whatever yeah. that guy. <laughs> that Bob Knight made up. <laughs> Former University of Denver president, Sarah Michelle. <laughs> oh, she's great. She's great. <laughs> well, yes. Hey, love Pete, but that's an establishment list, man. Well, how's the establishment done so far? Why? Well, they're not going to go anti-establishment. Hell yes. If there's ever I'm been time. <laughs> if asked, I will not serve. <laughs> Actually, I damn straight will for two. I was about to for, say, you're turning down that paycheck? For, for two seven, <laughs> you'll go ahead and take some for two years oh, before yeah, they run man. you out. They you, catch, I mean, me and the, me and I have a booth at the Slippery Noodle with my name on it. <laughs> But, all right, here's what we have had running the NCAA. We've had a colossally in-over-his-head university president's president who replaced another university president. Before that, we had a, you know, a couple athletic directors, I think, Cedric Dempsey and uh, Schultz. But how's the NCAA doing? Not very well. I don't want to see more of the guy, these guys, these same people that are always on these same committees uh, going into the leadership of that position, I think you. I think the 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 mo- the sports uh, the sports model is breaking. So let's just break it all the way and start over. And that means breaking the mold on who should be the president. Now, I wish I wish I had some good names to give you. Like, I, I, who, what what does this job even entail? Like, I think it entails a couple of things. First of all, having vision. Secondly, having communication. Third, having compassion. Fourth, have, being a consensus builder. Maybe those in reverse order. I don't know. I think we need a you need someone who's willing to grind. Yep. You need a consensus builder that 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 shows up with some measure of respect, but you got to earn that respect. Right. Okay. You can't just be like, okay, well, let's give it to Condi Rice. Everyone respects her, right? 
Well, that'll fall apart real quick. Yeah. You, you know, right? right. The last thing they gave to Condi Rice didn't turn out very Yeah, good. but uh, Condi's going to be on this search committee, right? I mean, of course. She's on. Of course. Yeah. They, they know, no, they, it's just the first call. Uh, she set herself sure. up well on that. I mean, I, I think you you need, there's no single person, right? But like, I think when you look at like what's going on with the, what's the committee that they're they're working on now? That, yep. Transformation right, you have, committee. You have Greg Sankey of the SEC on there and he's got his, he's, he's, he's dug in, right? When, when they were trying to do the playoff, he's dug in on things. Right. Right. Uh, or, or swarm where these guys sit there and say, I'll hand, I'm going to handle this when they wanted to do the playoff plan. Right. Yeah. Right. Swarbrook, Thompson, Bowlesby, Sankey said, we'll handle it. Yeah. We're going to go get after this. We're going to meet, we're going to do it. Not, Hey, we need 14 people. And do we have someone from this region of the country? And do we have this? And do we have this? Where's a student athlete? And what about a non-revenue student? Uh, Just, just come up with a plan. Now it almost worked. Same thing on this. Like someone's just got to dig in there and, and try to hold this thing together because, and and I, and to me, part of that is like, re, you know, my opinion, relax on all this other stuff. You guys are all screaming your heads off. It'll resolve itself. Yeah. But we have to keep the NCAA together. We need the big schools and the small schools together, if only to save March Madness. Yeah, right. Don't, again, this would be the NCAA, that would be classic NCAA is, to, is if you somehow screwed up the best thing you got. Have one thing that everyone likes. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's blow it up because <laughs> uh, we need a little more TV revenue for the Pitt BC game that no one wants to, you know. <laughs> right. Like, don't screw this up. The NCAA basketball tournament is huge. And these other to- sports tournaments are getting bigger. We have the system. Don't blow this. Yeah. And the only, you know, but somebody's got to be there to, 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 to yell that, that they're going to listen to. And right. th- th- at the end, absolutely nobody respected or even knew Mark Emmert. I, I, it just it was just a non-factor. Yeah. Yeah. His, his factor was to go get just pilloried in front of congressional subcommittees by the end. That was it. Yeah, we need you do need somebody that can that can gather the attention, respect, and then lead people in a direction to get you know to to get some things done. And again, it is hard. There's no doubt about it. And yeah, I mean, you are dealing with an immense bureaucracy. And we'll see whether Sankey and Julie Crummer and their ilk can come up with something that maybe declutters some of the bureaucracy towards making rules that make sense and changes and that sort of thing. But it's still going to be a massive, difficult, somewhat diplomatic job, but you need somebody that that has shown the ability to to act, to lead, and to get people behind it. That commences our saying mean things about Mark Emmert. Yeah, this we enjoyed dark, it. It was good. Dark pod. Yeah, good, good thirty minute flailing of flogging of Mark Mark Emmert in the public square. He's sitting there saying, "I can't hear you." The piles of money around me. <laughs> I want to get fired 14 months to stay in the job. Then he's going to get like some kind of golden parachute, right? Oh, of course. Absolutely. This is just the start. Uh, Keeps the company car. (laughs) Two other stories that we want to get to. None none having it. A little more fun, okay? Yep. Yeah, we're going to hit the draft hard Thursday. So yeah, we're going to hit the draft hard Thursday. We're going to do a mm-hmm. draft show after the draft. Okay, yep. one uh, is a is a a money story. The other is is pretty some pretty wild stuff. Kind of one of the wilder stories since the little brown jug was created. <laughs> but let's start with this. Okay, Elon Musk. You've heard of Elon? He's got a couple dollars to his name. I don't believe he runs many companies that make money, but that doesn't matter anymore. Elon has. Uh, 
bought Twitter, the company Twitter, for $44 billion. Yeah. Tidy if little you sum. had $44 billion, this is what I want to know. I mean, just love just having $44 billion laying around. I'm assuming he's financing this, but he could actually pay for this. Yeah. Okay, but if you had $44 billion, <laughs> what would you buy and would it be Twitter? <laughs> the second part of that line is first, no. The first part... <laughs> I, like it's I, I mean, I, I can't conceive of 44 million. So you put the B in there and it's completely blown my mind to smithereens. Uh, Sully had a phenomenal idea, which I will let him uh, voice here in a minute. But I guess owing to my personal predilections of, of what I like and just keeping this as a po- college sports podcast, I would fund every college swimming program in perpetuity. We'll take care of you. We'll get you. We'll get you a good locker room. We will get you good lane lines. We'll get you starter bl- starting blocks. And for a few programs, we'll buy your players for you. Oh, aren't you just a do-gooder? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the coke and the hookers, man? <laughs> That's where Sully comes in. Go ahead, yeah, Sully. So, so I am going to become a Hawaii Rainbow Warrior booster and turn that thing into a powerhouse. <laughs> like, I'm talking, we're winning national championships we're getting Nick Saban from Alabama and, sp- and paying him like a billion dollars a year to coaches for the <laughs> next. Right. With forty-four billion, you could pay him yeah. a billion for the five right, years. Five years, five billion. That's yours. Come coaches <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> He's not going to say no to that. <laughs> you can get. Why don't you get Saban and Belichick? Yeah, well, both sure. Come on, I yeah. double up, right? But right? midnight. It's going to be appointment television in college football to watch those. those that's it. Th- those that, that's another part of that. You'd have to buy the the part of the contract with the networks to say the game still must be played at midnight yeah. by the network. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, don't be doing this crap of putting it on at you know six p.m. and noon in Honolulu. It's got to be a night game and it's got to be a midnight start East Coast. Got to be last call. The Rainbow War. I've long wondered why these. These boosters that spend all this money on this or that never just went to Belichick and said, you know, <laughs> right, 50 million a year. What do we got to do here? Right. I mean, if he goes to the call, Bill Parcells almost went and coached Kentucky. Oh, yeah. 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 That was big. Yeah. They were, they were, they were talking like horse farm stuff there. That was if, if Bill Belichick became the head coach at like, uh, you know, Naval Academy program. Eh, not the Naval Academy, because recruiting is that's tough. But let's say he took over um out of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like a good school, good program with potential. Would he sign the number one recruiting class? No, I don't think he'd be a good recruiter. His personality. Now, if I mean if if you brought your reputation of like, yeah, I've won like six Super Bowls. Come on, I, I, mean, I, I don't know the answer to this, but it would be kind of wild, right? Like if Bill Belichick says, son, I want to coach you. Like I, I, you know, I get there's all this other stuff that factors in, but how the hell do you say no? Yeah, I don't know. They I will, mean, they will. Yeah, but do you really care whether? Like, I don't think Saban's like the you know Belichick can be charming. <laughs> He's got a dog during the draft that shows Define up. Define charming. Define charming. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I would think he could. He he's got a personality. He just doesn't show it at the press conferences. I just, it'd be kind of wild, right? Just, would people really be like, nah, I think I'm going to go sign with, uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> some other, 
was like, what are you doing? What what expert coaching do you need more than me? I'm it. Lombardi style wouldn't work these days. What about yeah. Curly Lambo or something? Come Curly. dig him up. I mean, <laughs> so what are you doing with your forty four billion? You buying you buying Belichick? College sports wise, so that's the question. Yeah, if you want okay. to branch out, you can. New yeah. England United. No, why don't you? You could take it and turn college New hockey United into the biggest could, sport. Could be a thing. You New England United. I'll take Belichick. Oh. <laughs> New England United. We have a massive dome stadium. <laughs> half of it be in Connecticut. Half of it right the fifty yard line split. Southwick or something like that. I, I love it. Do it. There we go. New England United. Well, I finally care. You got Saban in Hawaii. I got Belichick in the Foley. <laughs> Call up Jerry and get the, the 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 plans for the star and build that practice facility up there for <laughs> oh, him. We'd have it all. We'd yeah. have it all. Yeah. Jerry World, hell. See? 44, 44 billion. billion. You could I certainly all. wouldn't waste it on freaking Twitter. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he'd buy it to shut it down, but it doesn't appear to be the case. All right. Uh Finally, this story is the craziest story in a long time. Uh, Sully actually had the scoop on this the other day, and I said, I I cannot read this story. I cannot do this thing on Monday until I get further confirmation because this thing's too wild. Yeah, it was was just the Barstool account at the time, and then some college baseball writers started popping up, and it started getting there. Sully firmed it up. And I'd like to say, I'm saying this one show after we... We did an entire uh, segment on a woman who took a face plant into a, a, a toilet pit and had to call 911. Okay. That will not rank as our number one crazy story of the week. No. Although that really is bigger. But uh, Bethany College, Bethany College, which apparently is in Lindsborg, Kansas. Sure is. Bethany College is investigating an allegation someone associated with this baseball program deliberately contaminated a water cooler used by its opponent this past weekend. Athletic director Laura Moreno confirmed the investigation Monday and declined further comment. This is an AP story. Kansas Wesleyan athletic director Steve Wilson said a KWU player or staff member discovered a foreign substance had been mixed into the team's water during a doubleheader Sunday. Said it was common practice for the home team, Bethany in this case, to provide water for the visitors. Wilson declined further comment, including whether players, coach, support staff drank the water, or became ill. Teams <laughs> split the <laughs> they split the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference doubleheader uh, with Kansas Wesleyan winning the second game, thirty three to two. Thirty three to two. Yeah, they were mad about their water. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Bethany poisoned them. They were in over their heads. <laughs> Oh, that's I, the unwritten rules of base. You want to do a 44 billion? I get rid of the unwritten rules of baseball. <laughs> Not allowed to do that. Kansas, Wesley and Bethany are 22 miles apart in central Kansas on longtime rivals. Man, I mean, when those farm people get angry, get the <laughs> the alleged water cooling tampering was first disclosed on the Twitter account of Kansas Wesleyan University Barstool. <laughs> Even they have a barstool. They Props do. To- Props to KWU Barstool Twitter account. Yeah. You got an AP credit. Breaking news. In journalism, that's big. Here's the tweet. Putting paint thinner in all caps in our water coolers to get our baseball players sick and still getting toasted by 30-run runs is wild. Stay classy. (laughs) Glad all of our players are okay. Buck Fethany. Paint thinner. 
It's got the got the cooler. Yep. That's the allegation is paint thinner. I mean, that's Bethany. like the that is deadly. Yeah. They tried to kill him. They tried <laughs> to poison him. <laughs> yes. It's unbelievable. This this makes the little brown jug look pretty benign, I think. Well, they tried to poison him in that too. Fielding so, Yost feared that Minnesota would poison the water supply. So he brought his own jugs of water from Michigan to Minnesota for the game. 1903. When we talk about bad sportsmanship, it's always gone on. They tried to poison them, (laughs) and then they left the little jug behind, the little brown jug, and then it became the the thing, which is, you know, funny story now. But think back at the beginning. They literally (laughs) thought guys were going to – it's not easy bringing a bunch of jugs of water all the way from Michigan, especially back then. (laughs) Sure. Bethany College, the private four-year Christian liberal arts college in Lindsborg, Kansas, yeah. associated with the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. Well, the 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 Lutherans in charge might be disapproving somewhat of that uh, plot. I will say that Bethany College, one of the four universities that recruited me to play college football, I somehow turned them down. Hey, and- if you, could you played for Todd Kessinger? He's in the College Football Hall of Fame now. Is he really? Uh, yep. So isn't Benny Owen? Oh, Benny Owen. Yeah, he was. I've heard of Benny Owen. He ended. Uh, didn't he end up being the dude at uh, at Oklahoma? Yeah, he coached he coached Oklahoma. He was the head coach at Bethany from 1902 to 1904. Uh, in 1905 to 1926, he coached the football team at Oklahoma. Did Oklahoma ever play Michigan in those days? Did he get? Did Bethany? Is this a? Is this a? <laughs> Going way back in the day. Maybe. Now, hold on. In 1901, this guy was an assistant at Michigan. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But how about this? From 1905 to 26, he was an Oklahoma football coach. From 1908 to 1921, he was the Oklahoma basketball coach. And in 1906 to 1922, he was the baseball Baseball coach. coach. That's what these guys used to do. It's like Crazy. Greece, where they just had that one coach <laughs> in Greece. And then he was also the athletic director from 1907 to 1934. How about that, man? You're coaching guy, three sports and the AD. <laughs> he had a winning record in all of them. Benny Owen. Okay. So uh, Bethany College is claiming Benny Owen. He worked there for two years and then went on to all this great, like. Bethany Owens, or Bethany is claiming that, but they are not claiming to have poisoned anybody. At least not, they have not acknowledged this, right? They have a, Bethany has got some explaining to they do. They do have some serious explaining to do. The Lutheran they leadership. Have, this uh, is one of these schools, too. They have 805 students, okay? They have 805 t- students, but they have 17 varsity teams, which means it's basically a travel sports outfit <laughs> masquerading as a college. Yes. And five esports teams. Pretty oh, my God. For, for this is not a college. This is travel sports for college. Right. Yeah. They have a baseball team, a basketball, cross country, men's and women's, men's and women's basketball, baseball, football, men's and women's golf, men's and women's soccer, men's and women's tennis, track and field, men's and women's wrestling, volleyball. I mean, what, like seven? Like, There's like four regular students. <laughs> this isn't a real school. I hate to break it to you. This is like no one wants to come here. So let's have sports teams and yeah. then you'll pay yeah. to play. And then, but you'll keep our tuition going. The four uh, regular students are maybe they're in charge of sabotage for visiting teams. I will say I'm a little nervous speaking out about them. I'm going to check my water. I'm going to be a water taster. See, well, you know what? Look, as the, as the podcast that cares the most about water and how it tastes in various locations, this kind of is a wheelhouse story for us. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm dubious of Bethany College because there's no college. It's just teams. <laughs> well, 
On the opposite end from Kia Cook's water, there is now the tainted water <laughs> of Bethany College. There, uh, be careful uh, out there. So what we'll keep, I mean, someone needs to get arrested for this. Yeah, don't poison your, your rival teams. That's, right. that's our podcast stance for the night. And if your kid is so desperate to still play that you're willing to drop like 45000 to send them to some <laughs> school in the middle of damn nowhere that poisons people, we got the spot. <laughs> uh, it better not cost 45000 to go to Bethany College. Or Tuition is 30820 to you play gotta travel be kidding sports. Me. Yeah. you got to be kidding me. These, G, these, these D3s are the best, man. Or NAIA. All right. Good times. So, uh, yeah, this is... I. Would you rather get poisoned with paint thinner or fall into a, a, a pit? <laughs> yeah. A woman survived the pit. We offer the great choices here. Would you rather do that or pay $30,800 to play travel? This school is sports. classic, man. <laughs> Graduation rate, 41% within six years. Six years. <laughs> it was tough to turn them down, let me tell you. <laughs> baseball team something else. <laughs> You could have been, would you be, would you have been one of the 41%? <laughs> I would like to think so. Okay. I, I, I made it out of uh, Missouri in four years. I think I could make it out of Bethany College in six. <laughs> hey, if they're, if they're partying with paint thinners around there, you know, well, that's that's true. Happen. I mean, you know, may have come that's out with, point. with organ failure, but they're getting after it. Getting yeah. after it. <laughs> Uh, Mark Emmerich, investigate this. It's an NIIA. We cannot blame Bethany College How about on that? Mark Emmerich. For it's once, Mark Emmerich is blameless. He is blameless. Uh, all right. Well, we still got you to kick around for a good 14 months, probably. We'll see if they come up with something sooner. Uh, we'll be back Friday morning. All of the uh, chaos of the draft will be at it. Appreciate you listening to our emergency pod. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.